when is it okay to lie when you're telling a story and when should you be telling the truth i'm marcia from yesyesmarcia.com and this is the baby walk story sessions where i'm teaching you about stories while walking around with a baby on my back um currently in the local park full disclosure there's a guy boxing but the guy who he's boxing he's like a trainer instead of having those pads he's using two pool noodles (laughs) awesome okay so when should you lie and when should you tell the truth in a story there is an adage don't let the truth get in the way of a good story um and i actually believe that to be a rule in storytelling but what i mean by that is not lie just to make yourself sound good but this okay so i talked in earlier episodes about how really what you're trying to do in a story is you're trying to elicit a freaky friday style body swap between the person listening to the story and you or reading the story and you in that moment and that is true to an extent i feel like what you're trying to do maybe even more than that is do whatever you need to do to make the person feel the way that you felt in that moment and sometimes there's things in stories where if you included the truth it derails people so one way that it derails people is that it gets too long you know if there was a conversation that happened over three parts but you just kind of need to get one essential bit of information but there's like a little bit from the first conversation a little bit from the second a little bit from the third If you were to go through every single conversation, it might actually make that story too long and too boring. And so what you can do is pretend that it all happened in one conversation. Um, Similarly, one of the things is having too many extraneous characters. I'm going to talk about this in a bit of a later episode. Um, But uh, you don't want to have too many extraneous characters um, because if you think about you know the basic thing that I told you in episode two is that when you're telling a story you're making a movie inside someone's brain and so if you have extraneous characters if you introduce a character that then doesn't come back they're just kind of out of work actors standing around on the side of people's brains so what I mean by that is like if you introduce your best friend Sally first of all it's like a bit more information that person has to take in but also they're going to be like ooh like we kind of know things about stories as listeners and readers uh, the baby agrees um and if you introduce sally with her whatever like bright red jumper then we'll be like oh i guess she's important we need to retain that information and then every scene we're going to be like where's sally where's sally is she coming back and so if sally isn't that important then just pretend she was never there as long as she won't be offended by it um and uh, there, the, there's small caveats to this, which is if they break the number one rule of storytelling, which is integrity, which I'm going to talk about in the next episode. Um, but so you just get rid of Sally. Or maybe it was like Sally and your mum were there. Um, and Sally said like one thing that's kind of important to the story, but didn't say anything else. Then as long as Sally's not going to be offended by it, then just get your mum to say it. Like you can do that. You can conflate two people into one person to some extent because again what's you're you're thinking about what's important in the story if you listen to episode one you ask yourself why am i telling this story and what do i want people to do differently as a result um and so if somebody says something that's essential then you can keep what they say and you don't necessarily have to keep them in and equally if what's essential isn't going to be changed by getting rid of one of those people then i would say get rid of them um another reason why you sometimes might want to bend the truth a little bit is sometimes to make the person feel the way that you felt like maybe there was 50 people there but it felt like a hundred as long as nobody's going to question you and be like oh actually it was only a hundred then i would just say 
that there are a hundred people there. Like I personally think that's okay. That's what I do in my day to day. That's kind of what you'll know this about good storytellers in your life that sometimes you're with them and you're like, oh, I didn't happen exactly like that, but they're trying to get across how it felt in that moment. And again, as long as it's not going to offend anyone or question anyone, then I think that that's okay. Um, and then the final reason why you might want to bend the truth is sometimes to protect people. Um, again, I'm going to cover this in a later episode. Um, I think that the baby is hungry, so I'm walking back to go and get her some milk. Um, I'm going to cover this in a later episode, but there's sometimes when you're telling stories that actually if you were to tell the truth... Oh, sorry, there's two more reasons. Okay, so this is one of them. Uh, sometimes if you're telling stories that if you were to tell the truth, it could actually like really mess things up for someone or it could ruin your relationship with them. And again, if the information doesn't need to be there, then either you can take it out or you can replace it. So for example, I had a client who wanted to tell... Um, her story she was a life coach and she kind of wanted to tell her story and part of that story involved the fact that she was in a relationship with someone who wasn't treating her very well but she still has to co-parent with that person so she doesn't want to throw them under the bus and so what we did was we found a way to talk about other circumstances that could have made her feel that way um, or there's somebody else who like part of their story was that they got rake thin um, and the reason they got raked thin was because they were like in their early 20s and they went through a very, very, very brief phase of taking some class A drugs. But they don't want to talk about that. And so they just changed the truth. We just said that she got sick. Because again, what doesn't, it doesn't matter how she got there. What matters is that she got there. What matters is that she's thin. So think about what matters and then you can bend the how. And then the final reason why you sometimes want to bend the truth is because you don't want to derail people. You don't want to have people thinking like about that thing. So sometimes it's like that something outrageous happened, but that actually isn't part of the story. So say, I don't know, there's a point where like you need a red box in your story because this red box appeared and maybe it was brought in by like a clown who was on stilts and they put down the red box but you're like if you talk about the clown on stilts then everyone's just going to be like wait what clown on stilts and they're going to stop listening to your story so just have like whatever somebody walking past in the cafe put down the red box or similarly sometimes there's things in your story that just by coincidence happen to fit into a trope that is racist or homophobic or misogynist you know that's some kind of cliche of a minority and if you put it in even though it's true people are going to think that you're just being racist or homophobic or misogynist or, or xenophobic or whatever it is um and so again if it doesn't need to be there then take it out or change it um omitting things is not the same as lying and also bending the truth is okay and so the one times when i sorry there's a really loud truck coming the one time i would say not to do this is if changing the truth is going to hurt anyone or if someone's going to call you out. Like, if you know someone who's going to call you out, then talk to them about it in advance. Or if it's like you're telling a story about what happened last year at this conference and there's going to be, like, half the room are going to be like, ah, it didn't really happen like that, then that's the other reason why you wouldn't want to. But otherwise, it's okay to bend the truth sometimes. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have any thoughts at all, or if you want to share this with anyone, if you know that they bend the truth sometimes, you want to tell them it's okay. Or if you know that they don't, because they're always like, no, it was a Tuesday. Wait, was it Tuesday or Wednesday? I can't remember. I think it was a Wednesday. No, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> One of those people. Uh, then you could share this with them too and say, it doesn't matter. Let it go. Um, just go to yesyesmarsha.com forward slash story six. Yesyesmarsha.com forward slash story six. Number six or letter six. It'll take you there either way. Um, I'm Marsha. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you over at yesyesmarsha.com.
I'm promising you a little end credits for people who hang on because that's what I do on the email list if you're in the Yes Yes Marsha mailer family. Oh God, which I have not been plugging on these. <laughs> Come and join the mailer family. It's really fun. You get end credits. Just go to just go to yesyesmarsha.com and you'll see all of the sign-ups for how to do that. Anyway, what I was going to tell you is that I come to the park with the baby a lot of mornings and there is this guy who I've started seeing. He's like, I would guess in his late 60s and he bikes around and on the back of his bike is a little kind of box and it's just full of bags of peanuts and he just bikes around to where the squirrels hang out, reaches back in his band, bag, throws out a bunch of peanuts, bikes somewhere else, reaches in his bag, throws out a bunch of peanuts. He and I smiled at each other the other day. I have no idea what it's about, but I think he's awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Come over and leave a comment. I would love to hear from you. Yes, yes, forward slash story six.